Welcome to the Wake Up With Gratitude podcast. I'm your host, Julie Boyer, and I'm excited to bring you interviews with empowered entrepreneurs who build their businesses on gratitude, self-love, and kindness. On today's podcast, I'm super excited to welcome Jillian Gertson, founder of the Super You Studio and a real leader in the body positive movement. Join us for a talk about what it's like to really express self-love for your body in ways that you might never have thought of before. Hey everyone, Julie Boy here. So excited that you're joining me either through video or audio. I have a very, very special guest today, Jillian Gertzen of Super You. She is a local entrepreneur, a mom, a friend, someone who I admire really so much for what she's doing with the self-love movement. She's uh, actually like, when I first thought of this project and this idea, her face popped into my head immediately. I was like, if I'm going to do this work, she is someone I need to talk to. So uh, I would love for you, Jillian, to just say hello, just uh, introduce yourself um, to our audience. Awesome. Well, thank you for having me. This is super fun. Um, so I, like you said in my introduction, my, I, uh, my business is super you, but kind of how I define myself is a health and fitness coach, uh, that is coming from a place of body positivity. So it's really important to me that we lead our health and fitness pursuits with love and with a genuine respect and admiration for what our bodies can do. That's so powerful. And I think it's really in line with a lot of the movements we're seeing today, uh, you know, in the news and social media about shifting away from body shaming and not even just body positive, but really about like loving the body you have. I would love to hear a little bit about your journey though, because I'm sure you didn't just wake up one day and be like, Hey, I'm going to super use, just going to fall from the sky and I'm going to do it. I'm sure there's a really interesting story of how you kind of got to where you are today. If you could share that with us. For sure. Um, so I actually, when I tell people I'm a personal trainer and a coach and I have my degree in kinesiology. So when I tell people those kind of pieces of the puzzle, the assumption is always that I've always been an athlete and that I kind of grew up in sport and I grew up being active and fit and grew up being fit. And that very much is not my story. I grew up feeling very uncomfortable in the skin I was in. I was bullied quite a bit for being um, uh, overweight as a t- child and as a teen. And it wasn't until I was in my late teens, early 20s that I discovered running and the pursuit of fitness for your own personal health, not just your physical health, but also your mental health. Um, and, I, and I started to kind of do, get into my studies at kinesiology and really realize that I could actually get out there and help people be healthy and fit and discover fitness the way I discovered fitness from this really beautiful place of oh my gosh, my body is amazing. Look what it can do when I apply myself in a way that is really kind and compassionate. Uh, So, you know, over the last 22 years doing this work, um, obviously I've evolved. Yeah. (laughs) I spent a a good chunk of my career still trying to kind of fit in the box of, well, what I should look like as a personal trainer and what I should be doing and what I should be promoting and what I should be doing for people and the transformations I should be helping people get. And really now I'm in this place where my intention and my goal is always to help people really come to a place of body respect and body gratitude, which I know you align really strongly with. Mm. And I, and, 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 and this, when you come from this place of deep love, gratitude and respect, 
there is a shift that happens in your practice of living a healthy lifestyle. And so when I started to notice those kind of pieces and started getting more training around self-compassion and getting more training around the mental psychological side of how do we make transformation happen in our, in our lives and how do we develop habits that stick and how do we develop routines and, and what strategies do we put in place to actually be successful long-term rather than this perpetual on and off the wagon, this perpetual, you know, I call it the roller coaster of, uh, you know, healthy living, which is really just a diet followed by another program followed by another diet, which is just exhausting. And, and actually really hard on the body, not helpful long-term for our health. So that the like last in different directions there, but I think that's kind of the gist of my story and why I'm so passionate about it. <laughs> well, it's really interesting. You talk a lot about the roller coaster and the off and on, and I definitely lived that myself, you know, being in nutrition and wellness for over 12 years, I've seen it myself. I've seen my clients kind of struggle. And it's true. You sometimes feel like you're going from a diet to a program, to a plan, to a system, to a and, whatever you want. They're yeah. All and I'm, I mean, I'm like for sure part of that, like, because I, you know, created a program called the 30 day full body detox, which has helped a lot of people. But the reason we do it every year is because you do fall off the wagon. Yeah. And it's like, well, what is this exactly wagon that we're talking about? Like, right. It's I'm like this made up concept. Yeah. Well, it's a made up construct. And I think yeah. what a lot of the work you're doing is about breaking down these constructs that we've built around our health and our body and our image and the way that we look at ourselves and we treat our bodies. We've yeah. literally built these, these constructs that they're, they're invisible, but they're so obvious when you like take a step back and you're like, Oh my gosh, like all this time, like, you know, I always I've, say like, when we get away from the the wagon or this black and white binary thinking that we have around our health, like we're either on it, we're either in it and on it and doing great or we're off. Yeah. Like there's yeah. no middle ground. There's no gray area. But once you see that construct for what it is, I would say you can't unsee it. Yeah. Once you see that, okay, yeah. oh my gosh, I am so black and white in so many areas around my health. And it's so setting me up for failure because when we think in black and white terms, it is either you are being successful or you are a complete and utter failure. There's no room for middle ground. And we as humans are not always going to be successful. Therefore, we are sometimes going to fail. And when we can find compassion around that, when we can find, you know, some, give ourselves some space and grace to like not be perfect all the time that's living like that's real life. Yeah. You know, it's so interesting because this, and this is something else that you and I have in common, you know, we have both completed Ironman and my story for a really long time when I launched my business was, um, cause this worked at the time I had done two full Ironman triathlons yeah. and I had never lost a single pound. And I was like, well, this is just my size and my shape. Yeah. And then I did a program and I changed the way that I was eating in a fairly significant way for the better, really. I mean, I'm happy I made those changes and I ended up releasing weight. I ended up losing 20 pounds, kept it off and then did a third Ironman triathlon, 20 pounds lighter, which is a lot easier on the body. Yeah. But ever since I hit that like lowest number on the scale, I feel like, and that was like, it's a decade ago now. I feel like I kind of have always kind of struggled to get back there. I've had a child since then. I felt really, you know, I was able to get, I did actually get back to being healthy after I lost my daughter. I lost my daughter. No, I did not lose my daughter. <laughs> lost the weight. Um, get back into health, you know. Yeah. But I, <clears throat> that's my story. 
right? Like, so I'm hanging on to the story of a before and after. Yeah. And I just like, I'm not the after anymore. Yeah. Right. Like a before and after shot is literally a, a moment in time. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, what if you don't look like you're after anymore? Like you right. talk about what you have to look like as a personal trainer. Well, I feel like I have to look a certain way if I'm coaching people around their health and their nutrition. Right. Like, and what happens to me as a coach. And so mm -hmm. I, I've lived in this too. Like in the past year or so, my body has, my body composition has shifted a little bit. And it's interesting because it's actually in the last couple of months, I shifted some things with my nutrition and it shifted. I don't want to say back because it's, 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 it's evolved again. Yeah. <laughs> so there's this, again, this before and after, um, construct is so detrimental to us because it, again, it doesn't give us space to evolve as humans. Like this idea that, especially for women and I, and it happens for men too. And I don't want to say that it doesn't, but I'm more focused on women and helping women. And so there's this idea that once you get to your after, well, then nothing changes. Like, and, and it's like, well, that's not how the human body works. We are perpetually in this state of change. We are evolving organisms that are always changing. We are aging. And with age, there are, there's, there's pieces that change to our hormone hormones and to our, like all of our systems work differently. And the idea that we're not supposed to shift or change is very much something that predominates in the fitness industry, in the beauty industry, in the diet industry. It's like, you know, as women, we're not supposed to age. We're not supposed to go gray. We're not supposed to do this. We're not supposed to do that. We shouldn't have lumps here. We shouldn't have bumps here. We shouldn't have, it's ridiculous to think that we are supposed to look like we were, it's like the celebration of like, I can still wear my high school jeans. Well, good for you. That's great. But like, why would we want to still be the person we were when we were in high school? Yeah. Or maybe you really, you were a very different person in high school and now you're, you could be smaller than you were in high school for whatever right. reason. Like yeah. it doesn't like the two, the both are right. Like both are like, yeah. Like what, what the heck does it have to do with anything that you fit into your high school, well, and your like, high school jeans? Like it means yeah. nothing. And exactly. also you're, I mean, for those of us who have given birth, your body is not the same. <laughs> Things oh don't necessarily line up the way they used to. So, <laughs> so, you know, one of the reasons that I started looking into self-love as a, a strategy and a way of living. And, you know, I, I say I'm doing 30 days of self-love, but really it's like, it's like the beginning of a journey. So, you know, you start off with this, like learning about how, what self-love looks like. And as a journey for every day for the rest of your life, because everything else over here that I've done and I've tried in the past is no longer working. Yeah. Maybe because I'm 43, maybe because I moved, maybe because I've had the most stressful two years of my life. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But instead of like all of those things combined, yeah, right? you never know. And you don't, and that's the thing. So what, so there's no point in looking for why, because that doesn't, make anything better. I want to look towards what do I do now? Where do I look now? And that's why I look to you for self-love because I see what you're doing and it's really powerful. And I would just love for you to share a little bit. I mean, mm -hmm. this is really a lot of what you stand on for your, your platform, for your business. Yeah, absolutely. But where do you see the self-love movement? What does that have to do with our bodies and the way we treat ourselves? Oh man, it's, it shifts everything it changes everything. Like, you know, what I often say, like, what would it look like? What would your health practices look like if you just came from love? Right? Oh. <laughs> right? It's powerful. Like what would we, you know, 
I think as moms, this is a, a, a really hits home for a lot of moms. You know, how we feed our children is led with love. We want the best for them. So we think about how do we nourish them and how do we encourage them to move and how do we encourage them? We, we manage their screen time so their brains are getting developed well. We, we make sure that they're getting, you know, enough stimulation and we make sure that they're having good social relationships and we make sure that they're eating really well. We make sure that they're moving their body regularly because we love them and we want the best for them. What would it look like if we actually treated ourselves with that same love and respect? Like, right? I saw yeah. the fly. Like, it's like, yeah. oh, wow. Like, is it me expressing love to myself when I am feeling emotional and I, you know, binge overeat XYZ food because I'm just trying to like stifle the, what I'm feeling right now? Would we want, would we, would we say that was okay for our kids to do that? No. We would want to talk to them. How can I help you through this tough time? Yeah. And so it's finding those, that connection point of like, what does leading with love look like? That's very powerful. I, and it's, I've heard this before. I've heard this, you know, like about leading your life with love, but I've never really thought of it in this way, actually. Yeah. I really love the way that you put that together about, you know, what would that look like if we loved ourselves in the same way that we loved our children or our partner or our siblings or our parents, right? Yeah, if you don't have kids, it's still a yeah. like, But that, it's a, I mean, we're both moms, so it's an easy example to look at. And, you know, you are doing some really amazing things. I know you've been doing retreats with women. Um, I know you've been doing a lot of non-traditional bathing suit photo <laughs> shoots. Oh my gosh. Can you just tell me, uh, like, just talk a little bit about this? Because yeah. It's freaking powerful. Yeah. Well, I, I partnered up with a local photographer and I've had the vision for this kind of retreat day or event for quite some time. And the idea was to like, let's come together as a community of women and have some really honest dialogue about, first of all, what we're up against to have a healthy, great relationship with our body. Because can we be honest, we're up against a lot and let's talk about yeah. that really frankly yeah then let's talk about what does it look like to actually have a great relationship with your body what does it look feel like to come from a space of love and appreciation what would it look like to love and appreciate your body what does that even sound like to you can you find some space for love and appreciation because that's really hard for a lot of women um and so there's this whole day we have a lot of these types of conversations and we also have a photography experience. And I, I, we didn't call it a photo shoot. We called it a photo experience okay. because it's really not about the end product. It's about how you felt going through the process. For many women, being photographed is very confronting. There, yeah. you know, and then you ask people to be in a bathing suit. It's like yeah. very, yeah, a lot of women. Okay. Are like, I'm out. Thanks. Yeah. That sounds fun. I will pass. And. So we do this really empowering photo experience where we take photos together. We take, each woman has their photo taken individually, but they're surrounded. Like it gives me the goose pimples. We just had one last weekend and it, like all the women come together and they're supporting one another and hooting and hollering for one another. And it's just such an empowering experience. And then we have the opportunity to actually see the photos at the end of the day mm -hmm. and really see them with a different lens. 
It's kind of like, again, once you see it, you can't unsee it. And so it's about really changing the way you view yourself and your body. Totally beautiful and powerful. And I love that it makes a difference for these women one at a time, absolutely, for doing that. And you inspired me to post a photo of my bikini body, which does not look like my bikini body from 20 years ago, but it's like my daughter was with me. And also my husband is so, he's like, but I like it wetter when you wear a bikini. I'm like, but I don't feel that great in my bikini. He's like, well, I don't care. He's like, I still think you look beautiful. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm really lucky to have a husband that actually says those really Absolutely. nice things to me when I wear a bikini and I, I, I see the rolls and the bumps and the things that I don't like, but he just like, he may, you know, just said that, like, he's like, I actually don't, I want you to wear a bikini more often. I don't like it when you're in a one piece. I'm like, you're so sweet. So then I was, and then I'm following what you're doing and you did your photo shoot and showed, yeah. you know, you were like, this is uncomfortable. Yeah. And I was like, I just want to like be able to take a picture of me having fun at the river with my daughter and not like just only look at the stuff that I don't like because first of all, one thing we have to always remember is that our current body physique is often what somebody else's goal is. Right. So that's also like, it's, but, but I mean like from the, the thinnest to the largest, like it doesn't matter where you go in the, like you you meet a, a, a lady who's very slender and you're like, Oh my gosh, she must be, you know, so healthy and fit and happy where this woman is like struggling to put on weight. Yeah. Because she's not healthy and she knows it. Treatment. What's like, that? Yeah. Or she's going through cancer or whatever, like who you don't know. And so we judge and we're like, and then we see a woman who's got a bigger physique and we're like, well, she probably, you know, she's not fit or whatever. But when then again, she's the one who's out training for the Ironman. Yeah. Right. So it's so crazy how this work that you're doing about just like loving your body today in this place. And then you do the loving actions and activities that allow your body to shift and change and grow to stay healthy and active for the rest of your days. And that second piece is really important to me because I think one of the things we are missing in the body positivity um, movement, I love the body positivity movement, but one of the things I resist about it is this notion that it's just accept the body and the skin you're in. Yes, accept and love the body and the skin you're in and treat it with respect. Because I think where, where we can sometimes go wrong in this body positive movement is like um, the glorification of, you know, unhealthy bodies. Yeah, of not, and, and again, it's, it's, it's actually, I think, equally as bad to focus on the physique alone. Yeah. Either direction. Yeah. A, a specific, specific type of physique that is good and marketed as good or, or, or accepting different all shapes and sizes. I love and accept all shapes and sizes and I want to change the conversation and bring it back to health. And, well, and, yeah. and, that's the and part. And I, this is where you and I are so aligned because like there is a conversation to be had about around health yeah. in any body. Yes. But it's the and conversation. It's the end. So, um, tell me a little bit about, you offer a really cool program. So if people aren't local, cause you do amazing things locally here on Vancouver Island, but can you just tell me a little bit about the program you created online that anybody can access? I'm really excited to, to share this with people. Yeah. So, um, back in last April, so I, I, I released my book in last November. Uh, oh, what's the name of your book? The Elephant in the Gym. 
and it really shines. You gotta get a copy. I absolutely love it, by the way. <laughs> Thanks for the plug. Um, <laughs> so I, I kind of poured my heart and soul into that book yeah. and everything I believe about the health and fitness industry. I, I, it's been called a whistleblower, um, which I am like, oh, that's scary. But it is a bit of a whistleblower. I, I, the, the framing I like to say is I'm, I'm shining a light on some of the conversations we need to have yeah. around our health and fitness and then giving you an alternate path to a much more compassionate, kind, body positive approach to health and fitness. And so once I launched the book, I was like, I, I need to have a way because I was reach, getting people contacting me like that were all over the place, which is amazing. But then I'm like, I don't know how to serve these people because they right. can't necessarily come to a retreat or join a class or a clinic that I'm doing locally. So I wanted to create a home for these people and a community for these people because I really do believe in the power of community. And so I launched an online uh, platform called the Super Use Studio. Um, and the Super Use Studio is like a house for all of this content that I've created. Some of it is content from the book that I've kind of transformed into video-based content and, and resources and there's PDF downloads and there's fitness videos in there and there's yoga videos in there. So it's kind of like you can still take a fitness class or a yoga class with me, but you do it online using video-based format. And then there's master classes on content that's relative to the book, but there's also like new masterclasses on things that I'm equally passionate about, like self-compassion and how to build healthy habits and uh, self-talk. And I've, I've just recently launched a, um, a running, two different running courses that are part oh. of the studio as well, as well as standalone courses. So there's the online platform that lives and breathes. And then there's a community that comes from the people who join that platform. Um, so that we're kind of in the practice together. So this is how we bring the practice to life is through this community and having conversations and making connections. And there's something really powerful that happens when, and it is for women, um, the platform and the community. So it's, there's something really powerful that happens. I see it in retreats, but I see, and I see it in classes, but I see it in the online realm as well, where people come together and they just support each other and they cheer each other on. And it's, it's just really powerful. I love that you found a way to serve your audience. Um, you actually came up with a creative way and then you did the work. Like you came up, you wrote a book, which is phenomenal. And it, the gift, it's already a gift in itself, the amount of content it's in the book. It's also really, really well written. So I really encourage you to pick up a copy, The Elephant in the Gym, and uh, check out the Super You Studio because it is a great way to be connected with someone who will love and accept you right where you are today and is encouraging you to be the healthiest version of yourself every single day as you grow and age, hopefully yeah. healthier as, than ever. So you and I could talk for over an hour, which we did before we recorded. <laughs> so, but um, in the essence of time and respecting, um, you know, the audience that's listening or watching, I would like you to leave us with something, um, if we could make one change today, one habit, one behavior, one thing we could do today, yeah. what would that be? Well, my big thing that I'm talking about a lot with my clients right now is trusting your body intuition and your body wisdom. So I actually bounce it back to the listener or to the viewer and say, if you listen to your body and to your heart and just get quiet for a minute, what do you think you need to do? What's the one thing? Don't choose five, choose one. Mm -hmm. What is the one thing you need to do to move your health forward? Is it that you need to make sure you're drinking water? 
Is it that you need to eat more vegetables? Is it that you need to take time for a gratitude practice? Is it time? I know I thought you'd like that one. Thank is you. it that you need to, yeah. you know, connect with your partner or connect with your child? Is it that you need to um, get out and move your body in some way? Choose one thing that really genuinely speaks to you and inspires you. Doesn't feel like dread because dread is like the quickest way to kill all of your joy around your health. Don't do the dread. Find yeah. No dread. Okay. Find the thing that you get excited about and that you genuinely in your heart feel like it's going to move you forward and then do it. Okay. And set some accountability in place so that you actually have some connection and to it and then go forth and do. So we're going to listen to ourselves. We're going to go to our body intuition because we know best and we're going to take one action. That was, that's perfect. Thank you. Where do we find you? What's the best way to connect with you? Are you um, online as your business, as a person? I am online as a business uh, on Facebook at Super You Fit is the, is the, the handle. The handle, yep. And my handle on Instagram is just Jillian Gertzen, all one word. So if you're um, watching the video, you can see how to spell her name. It's on the yes. screen. How do you spell it if we're listening? Um, G-O-E-R-Z-E-N. And how do you spell Jillian? G-I-L-L-I-A-N. Yes. Two, yeah. two G's. So G -G. very important. Yes. Um, and and we're obviously going to In studio specifically, yeah. it's just superusestudio.com. We'll direct you to that. Content. And the U is spelled out Y-O-U. Y-O-U. Okay. Yeah. So we're going to share all these links and any other fun things that Jillian wants to share. Her book, of course. All these things will be shared in the link. Um, with this video or the audio, depending on how you're catching us. This was, this was so great. I actually feel like this is the beginning of some of the conversations that you and I are going to have together. I agree. I feel um, this more. It's an exciting time. It's a really, we're, I think we're part of a movement and I don't know where we're going, but I was just saying, you know, so I feel like I'm on this train and like you're on the train with me and like, we don't exactly know where it's going, but we know that it's, it's going to a good place. So totally. That's great. Thanks, Jillian. Awesome. Thank you for joining me on today's episode of Wake Up With Gratitude. See you next time where I interview other entrepreneurs who are building their business on gratitude, kindness, and self-love. I appreciate you and the time you took to listen today. Thank you so much for liking, downloading, and sharing this podcast.